your podcast home for all things coastal athletics. This is The Shot Pod. Now here's your host, Sam Wiederhaft. How about that? It keeps getting better. Coastal beats App State on Saturday to remain undefeated, and I'm still pumped up from that game. What an awesome environment it was at Brooks Stadium. Welcome back to the Shot Pod. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I'm Sam Wiederhaft. Our guest this week is the man that sealed it and the nationwide leader in interceptions. DeJordan Strong comes on the show to talk about Saturday's huge win, so stick around for that. We'll start off with Sunday's Sunbelt Championship match for the volleyball team. After the Shots beat Little Rock on Saturday, three sets to zero, they played in the Sun Belt Championship match from Foley, Alabama. It was the top two seeds, Coastal, the leader in the East, and Texas State, the leader in the West. It was also a rematch of last year's Sun Belt Championship game that ended with the Bobcats winning three sets to one. Coastal's 18-0 perfect record was put to its biggest test. In the first set, it was the Shants who got off to the quick start and won it 25-20. And from the looks of it, it was going to be another big game for Annette Namath after she totaled eight kills in her first set. In the second set, Texas State was in control up 20-16 when Annette came down from a jump holding her knee, and she was out for the rest of the match, a lower body injury, obviously, a huge loss for Coastal, the 2019 Sunbelt Offensive Player of the Year and is absolutely going to be taking honors home this year as well. We wish her a speedy recovery as she comes back from that injury and Texas State would finish out in the second set. But Coastal came back in set three without their star player. They got the win there, 25-23. to The trio of Ani Bozdova, Madison Lowry, and Blair Fleming all had 16 kills combined and rallied together to take advantage. The Bobcats evened it up in the fourth set and won that one 25-19. And for just the second time this season, Coastal was going to a fifth and final set. The reigning Sun Belt Tournament champions came out with five straight points in that fifth set and would finish it 15-6 as Texas State repeated as Sunbelt champions once again, taking down the Shants in the championship. Tyranny Scott was their leader in kills with 18. Annette Namath and Blair Fleming both finished with 12 kills to lead the Shants. Obviously an incredible season for the ladies with an 18-1 overall record, the best record in program history, the first ever ranking for Coastal. They came into Sunday ranked 12th in the nation. Just so many good things to look back on from this year. Texas State will get the automatic bid to the NCAA tournament. The Shots will have to hope for an at-large bid for that tournament, which will be April 22nd and 24th from Omaha, Nebraska. So congratulations to the Shants on an incredible season. As expected, they took home some major awards. Annette Namath was named the overall Conference Player of the Year and Offensive Player of the Year for the second straight year. Joseph Foreman was named the Sunbelt Coach of the Year for his second time. And Ani Bozdova and Brigitte Petrenko were both named to the conference first team with Lena Perigini making the second team. Teal Nation cannot wait to see them back in action in the spring, so congratulations once again to the Chanticleer volleyball team. On Saturday, it was the biggest game in coastal football history. The four-time defending Sunbelt champions, Appalachian State, came to Brooks Stadium trying to disrupt the Chanticleer party. 
And they looked good from the first drive. The Mountaineers drove down the field in eight plays, traveling 70 yards as Cameron Peoples found the end zone for an early lead. The Shawnaclear response took one play. Grayson McCall showed App State what he's made of in his first pass. There's the snap, fake, pumps, McCall looks, has time, deep ball down the middle of the field, wants Isaiah Likely, who's got it, and he's going to score! Isaiah Likely, 75 yards, let's get it, the band is going to play! Touchdown, shot of clear! The extra point was missed, so App State led 7-6. to six. A few drives later, Massimo Biscardi would make up for that missed extra point with his second longest field goal of his career from 51 yards out to give Coastal their first lead of the game, 9-7. to seven. App State would drive down the field on their next drive to the Coastal 13, but C.J. Brewer and Jeff Gunner would wrap up quarterback Zach Thomas on third down and force a field goal, which was good. App State was up 10-9. Coastal punted on their next drive, and the Mountaineers would go 84 yards in just 51 seconds and score with a 25-yard pass from Thomas to Christian Wells to send the game to halftime with a 17-9 Mountaineer lead. It was the first deficit Coastal had seen at halftime all year. The Black Swarm defense was really being tested. They gave up 266 total first-half yards with 172 of those on the ground, mostly from Cameron Peoples. But right out of the halftime break, Grayson McCall brought the offense back with his longest run of his career, and the Shauna Clears would pull closer. McCall claps the hands, has a snap, four-man rush. He steps up in the pocket. He's going to try to scramble. He's got a little bit of room. Grayson McCall makes a man miss. Look out. 50, 40, 35, 30. Grayson, foot race to the end zone, to the 10, to the 5. Grayson McCall, touchdown, Shauna Clears. Wow. The two-point conversion was no good, so App State still had a 17-15 advantage. On the next drive, the other guys hit a field goal on their offense's first try out of halftime, so it was 20-15 App State. It was back and forth again as C.J. Marable caught his sixth touchdown pass of the season, and the Teal took a 21-20 lead. He'll clap the hands. He wants to pass. He fakes the scramble. Now he's going to throw to the end zone. Marable's there, and he's got it for the touchdown. Oh. Shot of clears. Late in the third quarter, Zach Thomas threw his first interception into the hands of DeJordan Strong, and the Coastal offense was back on the field. That's also not the last time you'll hear of DeJordan Strong today. The Shants didn't do anything with the drive, punted it back to App State, and Chandler Staten would hit a 45-yard field goal, and the Mountaineers were back up 23-21 in the fourth. Grayson McCall fumbled on the next drive for Coastal in the end zone, and the ball was back with Zach Thomas, where he would throw his second interception of the day, this time to Alex Spillum. And the Shants had the ball on the Mountaineer 49-yard line. McCall had a pass to Cameron Brown, a rush from Reese White, and McCall called his own number on a third and two play, and it was first and goal again. Reese White put Coastal in front from three yards out, it was 27-23, but it may have been a little too early. Coastal gave App State two minutes and 17 seconds left to find the end zone, and in the first half, the Mountaineer offense was moving down the field no problem. But the Black Swarm came alive on third and 12. C.J. Brewer came up with the biggest sack of his career. Three-man rush. Thomas with the snap. Back to pass. We're bringing some pressure. C.J. Brewer sacks it back inside the 10. Twist on this guy. He gets up the middle and sacks Zach Thomas. The next play would be a fourth and long for the Mountaineers, their last chance of the game. And our guy, DeJordan Strong, picked up his nation leading fifth interception and ended up getting a little more, too. There's the snap. 
Thomas back in the pocket, deep ball, and that's going to be intercepted. It's picked up by Coastal to the 30, to the 25, to George Strong. He's going to come back near side. He may go. 10, <laughs> 5, it's a touchdown. Got a clear strike up the band. 34 to 23. The final. First time Coastal Carolina has beat App State, and now they control their own destiny for the East Division title. C.J. Brewer picked up Sunbelt Defensive Player of the Week honors. Just an awesome day for him. Career-high 14 tackles, three tackles for loss, and one-and-a-half sacks. Nobody could get past him in the second half. Coastal is the first Sunbelt team to ever start 8-0, and I talked about that and so much more with the Jordan Strong this week. What a fun personality he is. We broke down his final pick six to give Coastal the win, talked about the turnover cookies that the defense gets from Chad Staggs' wife. Just a great conversation with the nation's leader in interceptions. So here's my conversation with DeJordan Strong. Jordan Strong, thanks for joining me here on the Shant Pod, the nationwide leader in interceptions with five. And we're going to go back and relive your fifth interception, which was your second of the day against a huge game uh, in Appalachian State on Saturday, a pick six to end it. And we're going to start this off. The last time I had a football player on, it was Charles Overson. And he kind of talked me through the game-winning kick against Louisiana a couple weeks ago. So we're now going to talk about the game-winning pick six against Appalachian State. We're going to start off. It's a 4th and 22 play, but to get there, it was a 3rd and 12, and C.J. Brewer, one of your teammates, had an incredible game, a 10-yard sack, and put App State back in their own territory. So how's the defense feeling coming in to this 4th and 22 play, the last chance for App State? I'm looking at Derek Bush. I'm telling Bush I'm finna kill it. I said, Bush, I'm finna end the game right here. I, I knew for a, a fact 14 was coming up the scenes, and if you can get a full – video footage and view this you can see me eyeing him the whole entire time waiting for the ball to come up in there so we're going to start it off camera showing cj brewer fourth and 22 it's from the app state eight yard line see the crowd very loud environment for that game zach thomas goes back right there intercepted you pick it off no problem at all what'd you see i'm i'm, I'm seeing the field i'm like should i should i get down on the knee and just let the let the time go out. But I had the same situation in JUCO, and all my teammates did not let me up for it. They were like, man, you should have scored. I was like, it's bigger than that, you know. Let me sl- My one interception in JUCO, I slid because we was up just like this in the game with just the amount of time. But I'm looking. I'm like, man, I can score this. I can score this. This App State, too. So I'm like, I got to kill them. So I look at Spillum like, if Spillum blocked this guy, I'm gone. So I take off. So I'm going to coin a term right now, all right? You know, Darrell Rivas had his own Rivas Island thing. I think you, with five interceptions, this is the state (laughs) of strong right here. That's your own little state. I call it a penitentiary. Penitentiary. I like that. I like that. No no trespassers. Yes, sir. We we lock people up all the time. That's that's my own penitentiary. 13, I think he got got a little – 16. He got a little lucky and got on one, but – I made sure I killed it with two interceptions. Yeah, you come down with the interception right here. And I was just going to mention Alex Spillum because you're running right now, dodging defenders. And one of the things I saw at the top of the screen, I'll zoom back here a little bit, is Alex Spillum (laughs) right here. He says, go down, go down, go down. Did you hear hear any yelling to go down or were you just focused on the end zone the whole time? I didn't hear no yelling of going down. I, I was like, how did Alex miss this man whole entire body <laughs> so I was like I didn't hear anything about going down honestly 
I just knew that I was finna score. Some way and somehow I was gonna score this touchdown. Yeah, and you got the right blocks. It's up CJ Brewer. Almost, <laughs> almost untouched. CJ's just just standing there waiting for you to get in. So the entire time we're running the ball, I'm seeing CJ not block. I wanted to go outside on that touchdown instead of bouncing it back in and getting tackled in there. But I knew for a given fact that CJ Brewer wasn't going to touch nobody. He's sitting there telling me, come on, <laughs> instead of putting his hands on somebody. But once I cut back field, I knew it was a touchdown. And the whole situation about the clock, all that went through my mind. I forgot all about that. But I most definitely, when I caught this ball, I most definitely thought about sliding, but it just was too big of a chance to to just do it. It doesn't matter. It's much cooler to end a game with a pick <laughs> six than, you know, a few kneel downs, right? So it, you end it with the pick six on the fourth and 22. You're in the end zone. You're looking right at the student section, and right here in a couple of seconds, we're going to get a great look at the team on the sideline. Absolute pandemonium. <laughs> and look, at, there's, the, there's the fans all celebrating. Zach Thomas defeated, goes back to the sideline. That's what I want to show you right there. What was the feeling when you got back to the sideline with that whole team? Oh, my God, Coach Stag's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't too happy about you not going down. <laughs> oh, my. I was just thinking, man, I got to die, Coach Stag's, at least until the end of the game. But he found me. Right at that moment, I knew I did the wrong thing. <laughs> right at that moment, I knew I did the wrong thing. So I really, you know, I was smiling, but I really didn't enjoy it because I knew Coach Staggs was going to find me. Well, you win the game anyways. Uh, an incredible win over Appalachian State and just adds to the list of incredible moments this year for you guys. If you were to rank that pick six for you in that final moment of the App State game and beating uh, the four-time defending Sunbelt East champions, where would that rank on a list of moments this year? List of moments. Besides, um, see, when I was a kid, my mama, my mama told me, you know, if I um, scored this touchdown, she was going to get me this game. I was a big game freak. Mm-hmm. She said, we win the Super Bowl, I'm going to, you know, get the game. Unfortunately, we lost the Super Bowl, but I scored like an 80-yard touchdown. She still got me the game. That will always be number one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Understandable. But that moment right there, I don't think no moment beside that moment as a kid will ever pass that because it was so big to the program. It's something that we all, you know, can look back and enjoy, laugh about, you know, and even reminisce. So this moment most definitely was probably one of the greatest moments I'll ever have in football. It was a 34-23 to win, but the first half wasn't pretty at all. Um, Cameron Peoples rushed for over 170 first-half yards for App State against the defense. And one thing I've always heard is the way that you tell a really good coach is their halftime adjustments. So what was Chad Staggs changing at halftime to change that defense? Because you guys didn't allow over 40 rushing yards in the second half. It was like a tale of, of two different halves. Hats off to Coach Staggs. Coach Staggs said, just, just, just play your game, guys. Don't, don't think too much. Just believe in, you know what, what you did throughout the week and how you was coached. You know, trust, trust in yourself. Trust in your ability. Trust, trust in your eyes, and just, just go out there and play your game. So, um, it really wasn't too much of talking during halftime, but everybody knew that first half wasn't the best half we ever had. So, we knew to come out that second half and just play and fight and fight until we couldn't fight no more. No matter if we win, lose, or draw the game, we were going to make sure we win out playing the best football we could possibly play. I heard his wife makes some pretty good cookies. Um, <laughs> is, that, is that like one cookie for one one turnover? How does that work? That's like 
six cookies for one turnover <laughs> to be exact. And them the best cookies in America right now. I'm telling you. You think Coastal football, the best football, taste them cookies. Coach, I'm, I'm telling y'all like this right now. Chad Stad's wife has the best cookies in America, hands down. That's a bold statement. <laughs> I bet you they taste a ten times better after a win, too. Ten times better. You, I eat them cookies with my eyes closed. <laughs> I love it. Let's let's talk about your journey. Um, you went the community college route two years there. You were a three-star coming out of high school. You get to Coastal Carolina in January, and now you're at the top of the college football world, five interceptions that leads the country. Um, what's this journey been like for you and uh, just the emotions of this year? Um, the journey been surreal, but I've just been in the moment. You know, I'm not trying to live in the past I'm not trying to live in the future. I'm just trying to, you know, live now, you know, do what I can do now. Like today I got practice. I'm not even thinking about what happened yesterday or Saturday because that was yesterday. So I'm just trying to live in the moment now. You know, the the junior college journey, it was a blessing in disguise. Shout out to Coach Davis because he, he made me a leader there. And um, high school, you know, I was a knucklehead, but I, 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 learned, I learned many things from my coaches, you know, and they helped me throughout this journey and then I got here and Coach Staggs, Coach Foster, Coach Williams, Coach Chadwell, even the rest of the offensive guys, they helped me become one of the primary one of the best players I ever been in my entire life. And I can't thank them enough. And this journey been surreal. But most importantly I'm just trying to live in the moment now and just get better as a player and a person each and every day and not worry about the future nor worry about the past. Defense is playing with a lot of confidence, a lot of swagger. Um, haven't allowed a second-half touchdown, and I believe it's been four games since the last second-half touchdown you've allowed. you got the turnover cloak going. How much fun is this defense having right now? This defense having so much fun because it's so many different personalities on the defense. you got C.J. Brewer, loud guy, the leader of us all. He's going he gonna to make sure everybody doing what he's doing. He's the grandpa of the defense. Then you got Teron. He the uncle. He don't do no talking. He don't do nothing. He just go out there and play his all. And then you got your siblings. You got Teddy and you got Silas with with crazy personality that gonna make things happen. Then you got Derek Bush. He like your big little brother. He don't really he your big brother, but he your little brother at the same time because you know he really don't say much. He just gonna go out there and have fun. And then you got me and my personality. You can you can combine my personality with all those guys. <laughs> then you got Alex Spillum. He just playing out. <laughs> different <laughs> and you got Braden who who don't talk as much but so funny he just do funny things so it's so many personalities out there and last but not not least you got Gerard <laughs> and Gerard himself the way he looked described him as a person he's so fun to be around and Gerard basically he like your granddad your granddaddy you know your brother he he everything so it's so many personalities on their defense but most importantly, all of us got one goal, and that's to be some of champions. So when we go out there and play, we're having fun. But most importantly, we're giving our all. Yeah, I tell you, is, is the defense having a Thanksgiving dinner together? Because that would just be a very interesting table full of, full of personalities. I wish we would. But honestly, I can't sit with those guys for Thanksgiving because <laughs> CJ Brewer and them going to bully me out of my turkey. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, let's hope there's some uh, Mrs. Stagg's cookies there uh, for you. Thanksgiving. I pray them cookies there. Uh, looking at looking ahead to next week. So a- after the Thanksgiving meal is over, you guys travel to Texas State, um, and this is quite literally the definition of a trap game. You know, a huge a huge win. There's a game in the middle, and then the Liberty game in two weeks. But you got to focus on the Texas State game first. Uh, they have a very high-powered offense. Their quarterback was just named National Quarterback of the Week. What, how are you guys staying focused this week? What's the preparation been like for, for this game? Um, we know this is a trap game. Coach Child will even put traps in our locker room <laughs> so we can know this is a trap game. Them guys good. They competed with everybody they played, so we can't go in there and looking at their record, you know, looking down on those guys. Those guys can play. Those guys probably got one of the best offense in the Sun Belt. So we know this is a trap game. You know, we're going to go out there and we're going to play our best football we possibly can play no matter who we playing against. And, yeah, this this game, this game, this game most definitely going to be a, one of the games we play our best in. And that's how we look at every game because everybody, you know, everybody can beat you. You know, you just can't look down on somebody because of their record. Those guys good and we're ready to compete against them. Jordan, I'll leave you with this one. Uh, teams 8-0. How do you continue this success? Every game, there's a huge target on your back, especially the defense with how dominating uh, you guys have played. How are you guys staying focused and really trying to finish out this regular season with the last three games? Um, like I said earlier, by li- living living now. Don't live in the past. Don't live in the future. You know, living in the past and, oh, we ate and no. No, we, we zero on zero. We haven't played anybody this week. And not living in the future, not saying, oh, we could be 9-0. and oh. No, we got to go 1-0 and oh today. One zero tomorrow, one zero the next day, to, to in order to make that record nine and zero. So we gotta just live for now and not live in the future, nor live in the past. Jordan Strong, thanks for joining me. Good luck this upcoming weekend, and uh, I hope CJ Brewer doesn't bully you too much during Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You know, during the lockdown and quarantine and everything, the Jordan would actually carry a football around with him all day just to get used to the feel. And just something as simple as that has helped him take five passes away in his penitentiary. What a fun guy he is. Wouldn't you like to be at that Thanksgiving dinner with the whole defense? So many great players, the great personalities, the mullets as well. It's just incredible. And the next test for the Black Swarm is Saturday against Texas State. It's the only Shauna Clear game so far that has not been broadcasted nationally. This one will be on ESPN Plus at 3 o'clock. A win here, and the Sun Belt East Division title belongs to the Shots for the first time ever. But it won't be easy. The Bobcats are 2-9, and nine, but have played some really close games. They lost by one score to SMU, by three to UTSA in double overtime, also by three to Boston College on the road, and a loss by two to Georgia Southern on the road, and they just came off a win against Arkansas State last weekend, 47-45. The sophomore quarterback, Brady McBride, was the winner of the Earl Campbell-Tyler Rose Award National Player of the Week after completing 32 of his 45 passes for 443 yards against the Red Wolves and five touchdowns. So Jordan will have to be on guard in his penitentiary to claim a spot against Louisiana in the Sun Belt Championship game. Also last night, the college football playoff national rankings put Coastal at 20th. So their highest ranking is in the AP poll at 16th this week, but the official college football playoff ranking has Coastal sitting in 20th. Again, Saturday's game will be on ESPN Plus as the Shots look to clinch against Texas State. 
And we have the start of college basketball season this week with a doubleheader also on Saturday. The women's basketball team plays at 1 p.m. against South Carolina State, and the men are right after at 4 against North Carolina Wesleyan. Both games will be at the HTC Center. The women's basketball team is coming off their best season in program history, going 25-4 and last year and finishing second in the Sun Belt standings before having their season cut short right before the tournament. The big returner for the shots is Asia Blunt. She was selected preseason all-Sun Belt first team after averaging over 14 points per game last year and leading the league in free throw percentage. Of course, Coastal is led by Jada Williams coming back for her eighth season after winning her first Sunbelt Coach of the Year award last year. In the preseason poll, her shots were picked third in the East Division. So their game against South Carolina State is at 1 p.m. in the HTC Center. You can also head over to GoCCUSports.com for the live radio feed as well. The men's team looks to bounce back this winter after finishing 16-17 and 17 last season and losing to App State in the second round of the Sun Belt Tournament. Like the women's team, the Shants were also picked third in the East Division with junior Devontae Jones making the preseason first team. He's the leading returning scorer for the whole conference after putting up 17.4 points per game during his sophomore campaign. He led the league in assists as well with 183, so DJ and the Shots make their debut right after the women's game at 4 p.m. against North Carolina Wesleyan. You can also find the Listen Live link on the Go CCU Sports website. As always, with some new seasons starting up, you can keep up with all the action for all of our sports on the Shauna Clear Athletics Twitter page at Go CCU Sports and our website, GoCCUSports.com. We'll wrap things up right there. Thank you for listening to the Sean Pod this week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. I want to say thanks again to Jordan Strong for sharing a few laughs on here and getting to relive Saturday's excitement and telling a bit of his incredible football story. This is Sam Wiederhaft saying, have a great Thanksgiving, everybody, and go Shots.